Well, good day, mates and matrices. Is that the term? I don't know, because we're going down under. Uh, here in the dead of winter, Elimination Chamber coming up this weekend. The road to WrestleMania, the road to Revolution, the road to Dynamite in Toronto, baby. <laughs> we're here for it all. The Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast, the only one in the world. Hosted by myself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd, Cameron Thunder Osborne. Oi, 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 Mike. Uh, oi. Beautiful introduction, episode 261 here, Mike. You are right. Uh, the wrestling world is throwing another shrimp on the Barbie, as it would be. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, uh, five coming up 5 a.m. Saturday. The Elimination Chamber. Wow, Mike. Are you going to be watching live? <laughs> that could be a it could, it could be a great thing for, you know, families to kind of come together, you know, put on a pot of coffee, um, <laughs> you know, sit back, you know, really think, just relax, enjoy your morning. Yeah, I think it's just a bit too early for me. Uh, if it ended at five in the morning, I could stay up and, you know. Make a fucking party of it, but oh wow, five a.m. start time. I just start if it. You know, I'll just avoid at five. Yeah, like two a.m. to five a.m. I could handle that, <laughs> but uh, no, I'll just avoid the spoilers. I'll watch it later that night or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, you plan? You planning on getting up bright and early? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no. So, you know, five a.m. <laughs> that's just. That's probably about the toughest time you could possibly pick. You know, yeah, I think I think too uh, early to get up, too late to stay up. Yeah, I think eight a.m. is eight a.m. is good. Yeah, seven, even Either seven. Way, just seven or feel. eight, five is really a little too early. Figure it yeah, out, Australia. Is a figure figure out your time zones, Australia. Well, sure for them, it's like eight p.m. Yeah, I think for them, it's normal. Uh, it's normal time. Yeah. Anyways, uh, all but the action. Just in general, I mean, mm-hmm. wrestling's a nighttime kind of watch for me. It's, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. I need it needs to be under the bright lights, not not under the brightest light, the sun. That's too. That's too. That's not. Yeah. It's differently bright. It's like when they do outdoor stadium shows. The first half is always a little weird when it's all sunlight out yes of course like entrances don't look quite as good like punk like punk and joe at all in we could see everything yeah it always (laughs) yeah comes across a little different Mm -hmm. but uh anyways yeah we're excited we're we're excited for it either way so let's get into the uh professional wrestling week let's kick off the week uh the way that we always do is by crowning a brand new tweet of the chase it's the tweet of the week it's the tweet of the week. This week's tweet of the week champion. Gosh, I got to do a quick search here, see if uh, they've ever won before. No, I, I didn't think they would have either. Uh, this week's tweet of the champion, JBL, former um, commentary team, former uh, what was that fucking what was that fucking <laughs> real boxing tournament that Russo came up with? What was that one called? The Brawl for All. The Brawl for All. Former Brawl for All uh, finalist. That's what we'll all remember for. Um, reached out to a Twitter account who was showing um, recent footage of uh, Al V. Kingo at GCW show doing one of his incredible, gosh, I you can't even, you, you can't even stop counting the amount of rotations. 
you, you, you get dizzy <laughs> just counting the amount of rotations. You know, nine hundred, a ten eighty, swanton through yeah. a guy through a table, um, and uh, JBL responded to the tweet saying, um, "I'm barely retired, and everyone is stealing my move set. So frustrating." <laughs> yeah. He yeah, wishes. he wishes, he wishes. But uh, JBL, it's great, great to see. Uh, just have some fresh meat on the board, you know. Yeah, you're never too old to jump in. You're never too old. Throw your hat, your big old, your, your t- hat. twelve gallon hat into the ring. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Uh, congratulations to JBL. Uh, let's get into the week then. Let's get in all all the action. A bit of a double week, kind of, but it's all leading to the same place. We're all leading to the chamber. Um, we do have some action <coughs> to catch up with on SmackDown. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Between, yeah. Between, so thi- between this week and last week's show. And, uh, of course, I think tomorrow night is a, is a pre-taped. Yeah. It's already been done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not too crazy. Oh, sorry. What? <laughs> but basically, last time we left off, we were filming our show, or recording, I should say. Uh, I guess right in the middle of that WrestleMania press conference, and we kind of mm-hmm. oh, okay, told you shit, what yeah. happened, but yeah, we basically got the confirmation. Cody showed up, said, I'm fighting Roman. Fuck you guys. Rock slapped him in the face. Uh, so a bunch of tension going on there. It was fun. They were dropping F-bombs on this press call. I mean, they were censored, but they... Yeah, there was a lot of... Co- there was a lot of that, like, covered up. <laughs> yeah. They're like, this fucking bullshit! Wow. So anyways, that happened. And then the next night on SmackDown, Triple H comes out, gets a big pop, and he just wants to clear things up. Some people don't know their role. Referring to The Rock, and he just confirms that, yes, WrestleMania main event will be Cody versus Roman. May disappoint someone backstage, but it doesn't matter if you don't like the decision. So just great stuff, Triple H, sticking it to The Rock. Yeah, sticking it to The Rock, sticking bum... You know, the Triple H's in-ring career is uh, over. But, uh, you know, he still yeah, has that. He's still that he's authority a... figurehead. Yeah, and he could throw a punch. He just can't take a bump, but he could still, you know, what? do something. Yeah, he, he could. Uh, Anyways, yeah. 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 yeah, so with that, they also officially announced what we expected. We're having a men's elimination chamber to determine Seth Rollins opponent for Wrestlemania so last week they just did some qualifiers uh Drew McIntyre beat AJ Bianca beat Meechin for hers uh Sami Zayn lost to Randy Orton in the main event so yeah I was Sammy a boo. Zayn on the outside looking boo. in wow yeah they're kind of doing this whole story right now where he's really falling off but uh fall uh, or yeah, yeah is, is, he, is he falling off to be built back up to win Money in the Bank. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. The perfect time to turn it all around. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, other than that, we just had uh, yeah Bailey. She almost got attacked by the damage control. Dakota comes out to save her, but Bailey still doesn't know if she can trust her. So we don't know yet. But anyways, let's get into the current week. Uh, so yeah, just more elimination qualifiers. chamber qualifiers. 
Kevin Owens taking on Dominic. So lots of heat for Dominic as usual. Uh, yeah, just a solid match. Uh, Owens with a big swanton bomb. Dominic with the 619. Uh, our truth comes out. So Dominic yells at him to give him a chair. But then Truth just sits in the chair, doesn't know what he's doing. So, uh, yeah, Dominic's just like, what the fuck? Owens hits him, super kick, pop-up, powerbomb, pinfall. So Kevin Owens going to the chamber. Uh, Personally, I would have liked to see Dominic in the chamber, but I guess he can still be there in Rhea's corner for her title match. Yeah, I feel like Dominic would have been been the guy to uh, do the big, do a big off off a pod spot. Yeah, big frog splash off the yeah, pod. Yeah, exactly. But uh, put your high flyers in there. Yeah, yeah. Either way, though, we'll see him with Rhea. So I want to see that big heat, mm-hmm. the big booze. Mm-hmm. And we got another qualifier for the women's: Lena Vega, Tiffany Stratton. Uh, Vega with a nice moon salt to the floor. Tiffany does her cartwheel into the Alabama Slam. Uh. And then at some point, Electra Lopez shows up, starts talking smack, distracts Selena Vega. So back in the ring, Tiffany hits the big spine buster, and then the prettiest moonsault ever. That gets the win. Tiffy time is going to Elimination Chamber. Wow. First first available pay-per-view since the call-up, and she's getting the big spot. It's Tiffy time, baby. Wow. Prettiest, prettiest moonsault off a of pod? Oh, that would be a hell of a way to burst on burst onto yeah. the scene. Take that, Cora Jade, yeah. with an impressive first spot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Either way, uh, yeah, I'm pumped. Mm-hmm. Pumped to see Tiffany in the chamber. Uh, backstage, AJ's in the locker room. OC approach him. And they're like, "Why you been? Why you been ignoring us, bro?" And AJ slaps Anderson. Gallows has to jump in. I'm I'm on AJ's side. You don't need these bums. <laughs> yeah, these bums. <laughs> yeah, we've literally never ever wanted you. Yeah. Uh, a little vignette. Eel Sky, Oscar, Kyrie, Sane, just talking about this is our era. We're gonna embarrass you, Bailey and Dakota Kai. You better sleep with one eye open because nobody's ready for damage control. Nobody. Dakota Kai, a sleeper agent. I don't know. The double is she gonna double cross? Is this a Mission Impossible thing? Is she gonna John Void it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know if Bailey can fully trust her, but we'll see. Uh, then we had some tag action. We got AOP taking on some NXT visitors, Javier Burnell and Bo Morris, who I can't recall ever seeing. Uh, nope, but anyways, Me they're neither. Just, just here to do the job. AOP toss them around. Mm-hmm. They hit the super collider, the double power bomb, and then this new suplex neckbreaker power bomb. I haven't heard a name for it yet, but AOP get the easy win. So this is weird, where they are authors of pain, but they're is it the group is called the Final Testament? Am I am I is that what it's called? Yeah. So there. Yeah. Can you can you think of another it's, example where there was a a name within a name? Well, there's the House of Black, and then what are Brody and Okay, they call themselves something, yeah. The Kings of the... Yeah, something. It's been done before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, rare. I guess the damage control and Kabuki Warriors. Do they call themselves? Are they are they on the uh, website as the Kabuki Warriors, or are they on there as damage control? I think under the title thing, they're the Kabuki Warriors. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, there you go. They've been calling them the Kabuki Warriors. There you have it. Anyways, there's precedent. There is a. They're good. As long as there is. <laughs> uh, then we got The Miz taking on Logan Paul. Wrestling his first ever television match here. Mm-hmm. Big uh, deal. Also happens. Yeah. Qualifier for the Elimination Chamber. And, uh, you know, lots of history between these two. Miz is kind of the one that brought Logan in, storyline-wise, with his mm-hmm. that tag team match they did. Uh, yeah. So another good match for Logan. You know, great heat. He's doing his big moves, standing moonsault. Uh, at one point, we see Jade Cargill and Broad Breaker watching from the skybox. Yeah, with Triple H kinda, between, but, or sorry, not a uh, fuck. What's the other guy? Nick Aldis, Nick Aldis. between them, just like yeah. showing so him the time. Yeah, <laughs> Broad yeah. Breaker's wearing all black, big. Silver Vin Diesel Fast and Furious cross hanging from his <laughs> hanging from his neck. <laughs> great look. Yeah. It was a great look. Fully covered, big Dominic Toretto cross. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah. Fun match. Logan with a nice frog splash on the apron. Uh er, yeah. Uh Miz. Does the uh, figure four. Logan grabs onto the ring apron to try and escape, and he, like, pulls the apron into the ring. So the dumb ref goes to fix the apron, which allows Logan to poke Miz in the eye, steals his move, the skull-crushing finale, the Paul-crushing finale. Uh, Miz kicks out, though, but then when he goes to the floor, uh, he tries to get back in the ring. Logan kicks the rope, smacking Miz in the balls, and then he hits him with the big titanium right hand. Miz is knocked out. Logan catches him, slams him to the mat, gets the pinfall. So Logan Paul going to the elimination chamber. Awesome. Well, we needed some star power on this fucking thing. Finally. Yeah. You know he's going to go for a viral moment. He's going to do something off the pod. We're going to get yeah, some fucking moonsault off the top. We haven't seen a moon. I, need, I want a big <laughs> Lesnar style we'll moonsault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there's certainly a chance. Uh, buckshot off, buckshot lariat off the pot. I don't know. Think about it. Something can I happen. Mean, <laughs> I worry about his knee. That <laughs> knee could blow out from that. Yeah, it's uh, most dangerous move in all of sports entertainment. Yeah. Uh, we got Naomi taking on Alba Fire for a uh, elimination qualifier. We're supposed to be Shotzi. But Alba Fire replaced her after Shotzi got injured, which we'll see on NXT. Uh, so, yeah, Naomi, Alba, good little match. Crowd's really into Naomi. She's doing her her splits leg drop, a nice little 619 tornado DDT thing. Uh, Isla Dawn on the outside, sucker punches Naomi, so Naomi kicks her off the apron. And then Naomi... Just slams Alba down, hits a cool new submission finishing move. She, like, yanks both of Alba's arms back and then uses her leg to wrench on her neck. Don't know what she's calling it, but Alba taps out, so Naomi, go into the chamber. Go in. 
shaping up pretty nicely now yeah. here. Finally, like we said, some star power. <laughs> yeah, still looking good since her return. Uh, we go backstage. Dakota Kai approaches Bailey. She saw what the other three damage control members were saying earlier, and she wants Bailey's help. Bailey says she appreciates her saving her last week, last week, but she doesn't know if she can trust her. And Dakota tries to apologize, but Bailey's just like, "I can't do this right now." So. Still to be decided. TBDs. Yeah. Uh, and then some follow-up on that skybox. Nick Aldis talking backstage. He comes out to announce that SmackDown has officially signed Braun Breaker. So, uh, welcome to the big leagues, bro. Talking about star power. That's one half of the NXT tag champs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, we've seen many people do double duty this year, so it looks like that's on the cards for the next little while, at least. But, it seems I mean, like everyone who calls, it seems like everyone who gets called up before they get called up has to, yeah, do double duty, triple duty sometimes. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay, no, now Dominic, now you can leave. <laughs> yeah, you know, Shawn Michaels, he's got he's got months worth of storyline laid out. You can't just throw it away on him. He's got stuff he wants to finish. Yeah. Good point. Finish his story. Finish you his finish your story. Hick and bottom. <laughs> uh the final segment though, Roman Reigns comes out with the bloodline. He says tonight's the greatest night in history. But the crowd's all chanting for Cody. The guy who ruined everything, says Roman, and tonight they're going to try to fix it. Tonight they can say The Rock is a member of the bloodline. So out comes The Rock, looking like his 1998 heel self. He's got the fancy shirt, although he had to cut off the sleeves. This poor shirt. <laughs> Of course you got to cut off the uh, sleeves. Come on. With tattoos I mean, like back that? Back in the day, he would wear the shirt. Not with tattoos like but, that. Yeah. Not with, go not with those guns. I think it's more about the arms. Yeah, it's more freakish yeah, shape now than he was then. <laughs> Growth hormones have come a long way. Yes, amen. But, yeah, he's <laughs> he's got the shirt. He's got the sunglasses. Looking like an a-hole. Uh, but, yeah. Anyways, crowd boos him. He says, guess what? Uh, Utah, we have broken an indoor attendance record for the entire state of Utah for the largest crowd of trailer trash. So he's doing his heel stuff. He's mocking the crowd, calling them inbred, throwing out his old catchphrases. Uh, just says him and Roman could have been the biggest WrestleMania main event of all time. And they flushed it down the toilet because Cody needs to finish his story. But what is the story? Roman beat his ass last year, and now he wants a rematch? He's, you know, he starts comparing it to real sports. Did the 49ers demand to finish their story against the Chiefs? Did Michael Jordan? He crushed the dreams of Utah Jazz. Did they demand? I don't know. They took their beating. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Crowd's giving him a bit of the what treatment. He calls them crybaby bitches. Uh... Yeah, so Cody's story is ending. The bloodline is beginning. If you smell what the bloodline is cooking. And then he points in the air as with the rest of the bloodline. So The Rock is now officially a member of the group. Wow. If you smell what the bloodline is cooking. Still a member of the group, though, but... I mean, it really feels like our tribal chief was not the dominant focus of the segment, Mike. 
No, he's kind of the background character. I mean, even at that press conference, it was all about Cody and Brock rather than Roman kind of being the little tag along. The yeah, background. Roman feels like a little ta- a little afterthought. Yeah, I mean, the high chief might outrank the tribal chief. You think so? I don't know the official. Yeah, we saw. Yeah, we saw. We only saw the family tree. We didn't see the way that, you know, almost kind of like it, or like in a motorcycle <laughs> club, where you have like the president, the vice president, the master of yeah. arms. Because I guess Solo, <laughs> Solo would be the master of arms. He's the one who would always be following the that that the president around and like you know making sure they you know hiding the dead bodies for him. <laughs> and then of course yeah. you need to have your secretary, uh, the treasurer. Paul Heyman. Yeah, what's Paul Heyman? He's definitely the treasurer. He's yeah, probably the treasurer. He loves because J- uh, Jimmy J- Jay was the vice president. Jay was Jay was second in charge. He was the right hand man. He was the right hand yeah. man. Uh, no right hand. Yeah, so the right hand right man there. is Solo. I think I the right now, hand man is the I mean, guy. Jay no, was being groomed for that. Spot. No, I think the right hand man is the guy who does like who's like does your dirty work. But he's like your go-to guy. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> either way, there is a vacancy. Either way. Either way, Mike, I think what either, what all they were saying is there's a power imbalance somewhere here. Yeah. Well, obviously, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. The WrestleMania main event has shifted around and all this. Uh, so now rumor has it that we might get night one, Roman and Rock teaming up. To take on Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. And then night two, we get the match everyone wants with Roman versus Cody. Wow. So at least The Rock can still fight at WrestleMania. And, you know, he realized he fucked up. He turned heel. And now we can get the best of both worlds. I guess the best of both worlds would have been we we had this match last year. Rock, Roman last year. Well, yeah. We could have done that as well. <laughs> but uh, here we are. Yeah, and then WrestleMania 41, they can do one on one when the belt is long since left Roman, and we don't have to worry about any of that bullshit. And golly, hopefully. well, hopefully, Mike. I mean, never say never. You've you've taught me that. <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, but that was... that was the entirety of uh, all the action of SmackDown. Now, because uh, like we discussed earlier, the NBA All Star Game created some scheduling conflicts as it pertained to uh, this past week's collision there was uh, a little bit of action for the week yeah. before though there yeah no collision this week mm-hmm. uh, so some stuff last week we don't have to go over everything uh, I guess yeah any highlights for you we kind of continued this uh, BCC versus CMLL feud yeah some more stuff with the yeah, Mox and Claudio fighting uh, Star Jr. and I forget the other guy's name. I don't know. Just some fun little flippy, mm-hmm. floppy move. <laughs> fun little match. But I think we had, uh, I think one thing that I noted, two women's matches. That was yeah, one thing that I noticed. <laughs> yeah, they each had their own yeah. matches as they, as they each prepare for uh, their showdown at Revolution in a couple weeks. Yeah, kind of shorter matches. They both got a win. Uh, Queen Amanada, though, continues looking good. I think they announced she's officially All Elite. Which, oh, fantastic. You know, sense. They've been using her a lot. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, Brody King, Mark Briscoe, they had a pretty fun match. Uh, just hard hitting. Uh, yeah, Brody shoved Briscoe off the top rope through a table and then hits the Gonzo Bombs with Brody King with a nice win. And then the main event, we had Orange Cassidy defending that international title against Tomohiro Ishii. So just a fun main event. You know, Cassidy always delivers and Ishii doing the the strong style, New Japan style. And yeah, just beating the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just a lot of fun. Eventually, Cassidy rolls him up, gets a three count. So he wins, retains. Well, uh, like he yeah, does. A fun little match. Like he does. He yeah. keeps doing it. He's doing it all yeah. over again. It's the, it's the first rain again. Does he lose it in Toronto? <laughs> Not quite. Uh, no, I think he probably loses that revolution. Oh, you think so? I we think so. See. I mean, <laughs> we'll see. But uh, anyways, that anyways. was highlights from Collision. Collision highlights. Uh, all action. Uh, hey, what about the flagship show? What about Monday Night Raw? Let's get raw. Let's get raw. Which, what's the deal? <laughs> what so when it when it moves over to Netflix, does that mean it's no longer the longest? That it, it it's it's uh it's it stops being. Or, you know, that's its end point of being the longest episodic weekly television, correct? I mean, well, what do you call shows that are on Netflix? Are they not television shows? Are they not television shows, Mike? If they like come the Stranger out. Stranger Things, you'd consider that a show, right? It would be a television show. <laughs> It yeah, would be it would network. be the first you know just to, just because it's coming out on a different area, but I don't know is network and streaming are those two different things? Uh, we still have about a year to figure this out. I'm sure uh, smarter people than <laughs> us will figure it out for us. Yeah, I mean they could still say the longest running episodic show. I mean no one's gonna catch it. <laughs> like no one's gonna. Yeah. I mean it's all just you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's all who. Uh, it's all hooey. But yeah, Monday Night Raw. Yeah, last week we just had more of those qualifier matches. Uh, one thing I was a little surprised: Bronson Reed lost his match. You would have thought the, uh, you know, he's an Australian he's fella. Australian, some... yeah. I was very surprised by that. Yeah, so no love for him there. Uh, La Knight qualified, which was nice to see. Liv Morgan as well. Um. Uh, so that was the main stuff from last mm-hmm. week. This week started off with a big old match. Drew McIntyre, Cody Rhodes. They're just giving it away here on television. For free, folks. Uh, yeah, right off the hop, too. No promos, just jumping into the match. and You know, hot crowd. Everyone's loving Cody. We get a good match. We get the Cody cutter. Uh, pedigree. Drew hits the Future Shock DDT and... Both men just giving it their all. Uh, Cody even does a new version of the Cody Cutter where he bounces from the middle rope up across to the top rope for a super Cody Cutter. But uh, Drew kicks out of that. 
So Cody lines up for the crossroads, but then Jimmy Uso comes running out, distracts Cody and the ref. Solo Sokoa shows up behind, hits Cody with a Samoan spike. Ref didn't see it. Drew follows up with the Claymore, gets the pinfall. Only the second time Cody's been pinned since coming back to WWE. Wow. Big win for Drew. Huge. Big assist from the bloodline. Huge uh, win from Drew with that with that mania with that thirty nine repeat could be a forty repeat I don't know solo <laughs> hopping in slapping <clears throat> we'll see one funny thing that uh, when they when they go to show the replays they're treating it like an NFL broadcast now where Pat McAfee's like drawing circles around guys and arrows and like now watch here as the yeah. impact. They're doing yeah, they're doing Getting a lot of they're doing feel. a lot of stuff. Also, uh they, they did highlight a couple times so that the uh the Netflix executives were in house then the house tonight. You know, in the front row and the camera would pan to them and they'd be Rah! so uh you know, all 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 <laughs> yeah, indicative of um, you know, the the changes in production. Yeah. No, ever since uh, pretty much Kevin Dunn left the company back at the end of the last year. There's been some noticeable difference, less cuts, less zooming in and out and annoying bullshit. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just a better presentation overall. Best presentation. So, fun to see. Take that, done. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the new guy? Does the new guy Let's have a cool, does the new guy have a name that we should know? Or he's just some guy? Oh. Uh, some guy probably better not to know his name because then he's just doing his job anonymously. That's a good point. I like that. You know, we only know Kevin Dunn because we hated him. That's <laughs> hey, good point. But let's go to this last chance battle royal for the women's division, trying to get that last spot here in the elimination chamber. And uh, we got the return of Raquel Rodriguez. She's been out dealing with uh, an autoimmune disorder. Yeah, some kind nice of see skin thing or something. I had, I had. Seen. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunate, but at least she's looking better now. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we just get most of the roster here. Standard battle royal stuff. Let's just speed right on through to the final four. We've got the tag team Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark working together. We got Meechin and we got Raquel. So Zoe and Shayna, they do a double clothesline to Meechin, eliminating her. So now it's two on one against Raquel. Shayna goes for a big knee, but Raquel catches her, dumps her to the floor. So final two, Zoe goes for a springboard into the ring, but Raquel knocks her down onto the apron. Big boot to the floor, so Raquel picking up the big win here. Going to Elimination Chamber. Over uh, the or likes, I, I had to say over the likes of Indy Hartwell, another uh, Australian. Not, make, true not too, making yeah. their way onto the card. Or does she? Because Chelsea Greens comes sliding in. She was never eliminated. Charges at Raquel, but Raquel reverses it, throws her to the floor. So Raquel wins <laughs> after all. After all. Nice fun moment for Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. A little bit a little She's, bit of something. Uh, but nice to see Raquel yeah. back. Gosh, how long has it been? Since the fall? I want to say, yeah, probably a good five months or so. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, you know, she's a... Uh, one of the bigger, taller wrestlers in the division, so she can she can do some cool stuff, mm -hmm. toss people around. Awesome. But 
sticking with the women, we get a little split screen interview between Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax, just talking about their upcoming title match at the chamber. Uh, Rhea, you know, this is the first time she's been able to compete in her home country as part of the WWE. She hasn't wrestled there in seven years. So she's come so far. Nia's just like, yeah, whatever. I'm twice your size, three times as talented. I'm going to send mommy crying home to her mommy. And, uh, yeah, that was basically it. Just hyping up the match. Hyping up the match. This, do we, this is, do we think this is going to main event? Do they, do they give it to Rhea Ripley? I mean, I mean, I mean, right? Yeah. There's a chance, but I think probably not just because of who she's fighting. Not that, I mean, I've already admitted Nia Jax in the running for most improved wrestler this year, but I just think, you know, you probably main event with the men's chamber is my thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Also do have to say though, Nia Jax born in Sydney, Australia. Raised in Hawaii. Huh. That is correct. So, <laughs> realistically, this main event could be in Australia by two Australian-born <laughs> women. In th- in theory. I guess so. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, they could certainly main event with that match. Either D- way. Does me telling you that... Does me telling you that Nia Jax was born in Australia... That <laughs> does, that, does that sway it? Does that make it more likely? Not... Uh, not really. Okay. I mean, okay, that's I don't fine. Think anyone, but I mean, but just for Rhea alone, I think they could. But you know, no guarantees on how good that match will be. Mm-hmm. So they might just play it safe with the chamber. But yeah, that's a funny little, funny little tidbit yeah. of trivia there. Yep. It's kind of like you know William Nylander was born in Calgary, but he still calls himself a Swedish. Or yeah, he still considers himself to be team. Swiss. Or yeah. no, Swedish. Yeah, Swede. Swede. <laughs> Not Swiss, Swede. Uh, <laughs> we got a fun little segment, Truthline, parody of Dateline, this news segment with Jackie Redmond just interviewing our truth about his struggles with the Judgment Day. and Just fun. I love the editing, the production value. It was, it was just a cool little comedy segment. Mm-hmm. It was great. Um, yeah. What do you say? It was like... Uh, the first time at the Judgment Day, it was like it was special. It was like when I, when uh, the first time John Cena put on jean shorts or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this hero John Cena. This hero John Cena. Uh, it's important to have heroes, kids. Then a bit of a random moment. We had UFC lightweight Michael Chandler in the crowd. They gave him a live mic, and then he just starts cutting a promo, calling out Conor McGregor. So is this just TKO doing some cross promotions? Wow, are we getting uh, a Conor McGregor match at a a Conor (laughs) McGregor wrestling match at WrestleMania against Um, another non-wrestler? I doubt it. I think this is for the UFC in the UFC. Oh, okay. They just I don't know. Maybe the but maybe now at the next UFC pay per view there'll be a WWE guy there to cut a promo. Maybe, yeah. Cody's there. They're all, all part of the same umbrella now. So mm-hmm. we're gonna see it. We're gonna see more of it. Yeah. Uh, we got our truth teaming up with Miz and DIY to take on Judgment Day. Big eight man tag. Uh, so yeah, you know how it goes. Everyone's 
hopping in and out. They're hitting their spots. We go back and forth. Our truth does the John Cena spots. Everyone's loving it. Uh, then he gets some revenge on Priest. Beats him up a little bit. Hits the big scissor kick. So the crowd's chanting for truth. But Priest fights back. Hits the south of heaven to get the pinfall. Judgment Day. Get the win. Get the win. The hottest faction going into uh, Australia as champs. Champs, 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 champs. Yeah. They will be defending those titles there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll all be there. We'll get to that. Yeah. Becky Lynch coming out for a promo. Talks about going into her first ever Elimination Chamber match. She's on the war path to face Rhea at WrestleMania, the fight of their lives. But she knows, you know, first she's got to beat five of the best in the division. And then they all come out. Liv comes out. Uh, you know, Rhea, you're the one that injured me. Took away six months of my career. Raquel comes out. Don't look past me. Naomi comes out. She gives her peace. Tiffany Stratton comes out. You know, y'all need to stop looking at the past. Look to the future. Tiffany, Bianca comes out. You know, everyone's everyone's doing their thing. So they all start brawling. Nia Jax comes out, lays into them as well. So, yep, just building some hype there. Yeah, should be fun. Uh, then we got Chad Gable taking on Ivar. This ongoing feud mm-hmm. between the Alpha Academy Gosh, and the, the Vikings. Full, what, six weeks now, probably over. It's been over a month. Something like that. Yeah, yeah they've all had a turn. Uh, but you know, good match. Ivar been on a roll, and Gable always good in the ring. And uh, yeah, uh, Ivar slams into the. The LED ring apron and they make it go all staticky. Guy just waiting backstage to hit the button to trigger that effect. I love that. I love that. Yeah, the staticky <laughs> button. Oh, make it look like it's dripping out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Ivar with a big like meteora off the top rope, just squashing Gable, but Gable kicks out. Ivar goes for the doom salt. Gable gets out the way and then shows tremendous strength. He deadlifts Ivar into a German suplex. Then Gable hits a beautiful moonsault. Ivar kicks out, but Gable just goes right into an ankle lock. Ivar's trapped. He's forced to tap out. So big submission win for Chad Gable. Huge win. Got it. But it feels like anytime Gable gets this bit of momentum, and he was there with Gunther too, and then uh, and he you know he loses the that big one. When are we gonna see him? Um, I mean, yeah. Hopefully, this is the first step. To building some momentum, I'm still waiting for that Gunther rematch, you know? Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, but that's not happening now, so... Yeah, yeah, Gunther Gunther needs a big opponent for WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, But speaking of Gunther, we got the main event. Gunther defending the Intercontinental title against Jey Uso. So big main event here, good match. Hard-hitting. As every Gunther matches, lots of those stiff chops. And Gunther with a big power bomb, but Uso kicks out. And the crowd's all chanting "Yeet" every time Jay hits a move, and uh, yeah, Jay hits a spear. Gunther kicks out. Gunther with the big splash. Jay kicks out, and then they go to the apron. Jay hits a spear on the apron, and then another spear on the floor. Gunther's in trouble. Jay hits another spear. In the ring, he goes to the top rope, hits the Uso splash, 
makes the cover. He can end the historic title reign right now. The ref counts one, two, and then the bell starts ringing. So the ref just stops his count and goes, huh? And we see Jimmy Uso ringing the bell at ringside, costing his brother the big win. Security comes out, starts escorting Jimmy. Jay does a big suicide dive onto him. And then he goes back in the ring, goes for another Uso splash on Gunther. But Gunther gets the knees up, rolls Jay over, gets the three count. So Gunther wins, retains the title by the skin of his teeth. Uh, what an, uh, what an awesome ending. Yeah, that fucker Jimmy, man. Uh, this is like the third time he's cost Jay a singles title. And I, I, I was but. thinking, was was it a time limit draw? And then I'm like, no, that, I don't remember anybody saying anything like that. And then the look of uh, the look on the ref's face of like, but I didn't say tell you to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, Jay gets screwed by his brother. Jimmy beats him up some more after the bell. Hits a couple mm-hmm. USO splashes. So Jimmy stands tall to end the show, and surely. We are going to get the long-awaited brother versus brother match at WrestleMania. Yeah, one on one. I mean, you know, it would have been nice for to see Jay uh, in competition for some actual gold, but maybe just beating Jimmy is enough that he need is all that he needs uh, for that moment, for that WrestleMania moment. Yeah, but I could certainly see Jay winning an Intercontinental title, even if he's not the man to beat Gunther. Mm-hmm. Maybe be the guy that beats the guy. Yeah, maybe Jay. Gunther. Maybe Jay and Jimmy would be too would cool off too much if it was next year. But it's uh, yeah. per- perfect. You can do for it now, year. and then the... yeah, yeah. So, uh, and also with this win, Gunther has now broken another record. He already has the longest single reign, but now he has the most days total. As Intercontinental Champion, which is crazy, he has passing. one reign and it's longer than yeah, longer yeah. than the Miz's eight. Yeah, so I mean, uh, historic. That's all you can say. Wow, what a time to be alive! Yeah, yeah. great stuff. Yeah, congratulations, Gunther. <laughs> uh, that's the entirety of Raw, though. So we should uh, take a break. Take a quick break. Come back. Uh, all the action on NXT Come and back. Dynamite. So stick around. Back with the second half of the show, folks. Thanks for sticking it out through that break. Um, and uh, just like just like last week, we missed an episode of the podcast. Um, this week was no live episode of NXT. NXT, what does it mean? I don't know, but it's good wrestling. So NXT, watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. Pre-taped from the week prior. So in a way, this sh- uh, yeah. this show akin to the uh, to NXT. Uh, able to be enjoyed whenever. Uh, why? Why was it pre-taped? Do we, yeah. Do we know? Like, do yeah. we know this? Is, is there uh, any particular reason? Do they just do that? Uh, do they do that every so often? Maybe. I guess. Yeah. I don't know any official reason. It's not like they're going to Australia, the NXT crew. So mm-hmm. 
but anyways, yeah, one thing we did miss from last week. The Wolf Dogs getting their tag title shot against Tony D and Stax. And uh, as you alluded to earlier, they got the job done. Braun Breaker, Baron Corbin, new tag team champions. Baron Corbin just adding gold onto his already impressive uh, resume. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't won that many titles, but uh, he's he's a two, you know, two, we respect. two or three time U.S. champion. Yeah, he's for the U.S. champ. He was a failed Money in the Bank. Winner. Yeah, he's still still got uh, still got there somehow. But yeah, you know. We always respect him for being the workhorse, uh, the gatekeeper. Of a, so ca- many, a king of the uh, king of the ring, if I can't recall. A former king of the ring, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so and of anyways, course, the most the champs. most prestigious prize, the uh, Andre the Giant uh, Memorial Battle Royal. <laughs> yeah, which I don't even think we've had for a couple years now. No, I think we still do it. We just do it on the SmackDown the night before. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. The WrestleMania SmackDown. Uh, so anyways, let's jump into this week's action. We got Obafemi defending his North American title against Lexus King. It's a big opportunity for Lexus here, but Oba got the size advantage, just tossing him around. Uh, Robert Stone comes out to yell at King. They're still feuding, so King goes over, knocks him down on the floor, but then back in the ring, Oba hits a pop-up powerbomb, gets the win, retains the title. Oba Femi, still, still the the, the name, yeah. out of all the silly <laughs> names that they've come up with, that one rolls off the tongue the best. I mean, yeah, it's a weird name, but it's not like, yeah, it's, like hearing uh, it, it sounds like it could be one word, like this Oba Femi, and I'm like, okay, but Lexus <laughs> King, there's too many like look, there's too much going on. <laughs> I don't mind Lexus King. Okay. Uh, you know, he's making it work. He's trying. He's trying his best. But, he's yeah. trying his best to do Lex. his dad's gimmick without being related to his father he's, at all. Yeah, he's he's trying to carve his own path mm-hmm. here. Uh, backstage, Thea Hale's telling J.C. Jane about her Valentine's date with Riley Osborne, but she, she took J.C.'s advice too far with... Playing hard to get. Sounds like she was just rude to the poor guy. Ignoring him, so. Mm-hmm. Could cause a rift between the two. But. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, the Wolf Dogs come out to celebrate their big tag title win. The crowd chants, you deserve it. They just talk about how far they've come as a team. And that's when Andre Chase two cuts and interrupt. Now that Chase used back at 100%, they're ready to challenge for those belts. But then Axiom, Nathan Fraser come out. They want the title match too. So Corbin just says, you guys figure this out. Ava Rain comes out says, okay, you two teams will fight to determine the number one contender. Okay, looking good. Looking good so far for these uh, war dogs. <laughs> the wolf dogs. Wolf dogs. Damn. Who is war dogs? No, that was uh, war machine. Viking Raiders. We had, yeah, that was uh, War Dog. I don't know. War Dog sounds like it could be something. Or, or am I thinking Wardlow? Wardlow? <laughs> Ward Dog? I think MJF called him War Dog. At yeah, some like, oh, oh, man, I'm on, I'm on to I something. Feel like uh, Roxanne Perez taking on Ren Sinclair, the young rookie. And Roxanne, though, she's in a bad mood, just 
being angry, being mean towards this young star, and uh, just working over Sinclair's arm. She hits the pop rocks, but doesn't go for the pin. She wants to inflict more pain. Locks in a crossface. Sinclair taps out, so Roxanne gets the win. Yeah. Excuse me. Nah, taps out to Roxy, as she should. <laughs> Roxanne, um, oh, we got another yeah. We got another one of these uh, creepy vignettes again, where it's like m- men deny the truth, something, yeah. something, something. But it, this... ended, it ended with like a big red, almost like glass break or something like that, like kind of thing. Yeah, so some sort of tease. Yeah, some kind of for a new red wrestler. explosion, something. Yeah, uh, which probably not. Yeah, do we? Do we? I don't think saying. it's going to be a signee. <laughs> I think it's going to be somebody who they're packaging and bringing up because we haven't. The, the, yeah, these vignettes are very similar to the ones that we saw in the very early days of 2.0. Um, yeah, where they're bringing or like someone every up. week there was a new character. Yeah, or it's Mercedes but. Monet, one of the two. <laughs> I doubt, yeah, I don't think it's Mercedes, I don't think it's Okada, so pretty much just someone, I don't know, maybe Scripps has a new... Oh, Scripps! <laughs> we, we, have, we haven't seen him for uh, seven, uh, three months, so let's get him back in the fold. Oh, he's he's hanging out without the mud now. Out the crew. mud, I remember them, they were fun. <laughs> uh, Josh Briggs taking on Brooke Jensen, former friends, former partners going at it here. Just slugging it out. Big brawl. Uh, yeah, Jensen with a big drop kick off the top rope for a near fall. Briggs with a big choke slam. Jensen kicks out, and they're just duking it out. Crowd's rooting for Jensen. Briggs is bleeding from the mouth. He got popped. Popped pretty good, but he fights back. Hits two big lariats in a row. Gets a three count. So Briggs with the win. Briggs looking pretty good. Uh, wait, was J- was JBL on this week's episode? Or was that last week's? I think it was, yeah, a week or two ago. He, pop- he, was trying to, like, yeah, he up popped out to say, hey, Josh Briggs, with that, that hat. Yeah. Goddamn Jake. He's like, yeah, make it on your own. I think that's why Briggs kind of adopted the the clothesline from hell finisher. Oh, okay. Kind of thing. Maybe he'll get punched in the Seems head, like too. <laughs> Maybe. Hopefully. Uh JC Jane takes on Miss NXT, Ariana Grace. Nothing too crazy here. Uh, we have this new Jasmine Nix character who's hanging out at ringside. Uh, I guess she's JC's friend. Her and Thea were kind of just hanging out together. Oh, and- Jasmine. Right. And and both both of those names were spelled crazily. Yeah. It was like, like Jasmine with two Zs. And a Y. And Nick's also yeah. had a Y. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Uh, but yeah, she appears to be JC's new protege. And JC distracts the ref. She wants Thea to attack Ariana, but Thea doesn't. So Jasmine jumps in, tosses her into the ring. JC hits a discus forearm, gets the win. So she celebrates with Jasmine as Thea just kind of looks annoyed in the background. So uh, a little bit of a little bit of beef maybe growing here. Yeah, between the two. We don't know. Yeah. So later backstage, Thea's feeling a little blue. Fallon Henley walks up. She's feeling down as well. She's like, "Let's go for a walk." So maybe some new friendship there. Yeah, something new, something fresh. Yeah. You know, Thea's a good kid. She's a good. Kid. She's a she good needs kid. Just needs some. Yeah, just needs some. <laughs> Help along the way, maybe. 
Uh, Duke Hudson, Andre Chase take on Axie. I'm Nathan Fraser. Winner gets the tag title shot. So just a fun little match. Uh, yeah, Axiom doing his high flying. We get a big Spanish fly off the top rope. Fraser goes for a jackknife cover on Andre. Andre counters into his own pinfall. Gets the three count. So Chase, you earn a tag title shot. They celebrate, but then Gallows and Anderson show up. They beat up Chase U, hit the magic killer. And this crowd was actually chanting for them. Too sweet. Whoop, yeah, whoop. they got a fucking too sweet. What is happening here? <laughs> Anyone that visits NXT from the main roster just automatically. Yeah, gets you get an automatic like cheer. holy like holy shit. How's it going? Yeah. Holy shit. How's it going? Uh, yeah, I haven't. There's I can't no. The last time anyone got yeah, there's absolutely the good no fucking way that someone's. Uh, <laughs> and Mike, and this is a show we love professional wrestling, and we cannot do the good. No, I mean, and these are these are two guys who I like even, who like this stuff. We like this. Yeah, I mean, we've seen them on pretty much every brand, every show. Over the past couple of years, it's, I don't know it, if I can name one match of theirs that's we've given them memorable. so many up. We we we've we've been open to it. Yeah, so I don't know, but whatever. Whatever. Uh. I'm not the one <laughs> making these decisions. We go to Kalani Jordan taking on Lash Legend. It's kind of a battle of two rising star here and. Uh, Lash, one of the strongest people on the roster. She's slamming Kalani down and looking good. Kalani fights back, though. She climbs up the ropes, but that's when Jakara Jackson jumps up, distracts her on the outside, which allows Lash to hit a big choke slam off the second rope, and that gives Lash the pinfall victory. Congratulations to Lash Legend. More on her uh, later. Yeah, unexpectedly, because our main event's supposed to be Lyra Valkyria defending her NXT Women's title against Shotzi. So Shotzi's here, you know, looking to go for that belt she never won. Things started off fine. The crowd was split. We had chance for both women. Uh, then we go to the apron. Shotzi does like a leaping DDT. Slams Lyra's head into the apron as Shotzi lands on the floor. But when she lands, her knee buckles. And she collapses, clutching at her knee. The referees, doctors come out to check on her. And this is a shoot, folks. This is a real injury. This is uh, Shotzi tore her ACL on that spot. She is out for nine months. The curse of the PC. Something's happening down there. I mean, you can't even, because Shotzi, she's been on the main roster for years. Perfectly fine. One match, and I don't know. I think this building's just cursed. Is that it? They, is that it? They have to get out of the building. I don't know, because I mean, Shotzi, she she's been fine. Yeah. She's been wrestling for years, and you know, no blown out knees before. So I don't know, but uh, so the the match is over. Ava Rain comes out due to injury. Shotzi can't compete, but we promised you a title match, so this is now an open challenge. Lash Legend coming right back out, so we get Lyra versus Lash for the title. Uh, you know, I guess it's fair because Lyra just wrestled half a match. Yeah, I guess she was. She was probably in. She was there in Gorilla, probably. Yeah, and they even did kayfabe. They explained it. They like showed backstage. Roxanne Perez comes out of the shower, and she's like, "What? There was an open challenge." So she was not expecting it. So yeah, kudos, kudos uh, on everyone back there uh, from you know thinking on the fly. 
Yeah. So Lash versus Lyra, you know, uh, a completely unplanned match. So they did fine for what it was. Go back and forth a bit. Lash hits the slam dunk choke slam for big near fall. Uh, but then Lyra hits a splash off the top rope and gets a three count. Uh, a little bit of a flat finish for me, but. But I mean, also way, gi- the given the uh, the time restrictions that had to happen, g- given all, all the stuff that uh, had to yeah, happen to make I won't, that. Yeah, I won't hold it against her no. or anything. It was, uh, yeah, definitely not what they intended going into the night. But either way, Lyra retains the title as she should, uh, and yeah. Poor uh, tough luck for Shotzi. Yeah, Shotzi. Gosh, probably nine months. Cause she, yeah, nine months. She would have been in the chamber match, uh, so she misses a big pay per view, a big WrestleMania. Well, she might not have been at WrestleMania, but either way, wishing you the best, Shotzi. Yeah, all the best, Shots. Mm-hmm. It's too bad, too bad. But that was the episode of NXT. Uh, so let's roll ourselves over to the very next night. Of course, we're talking AEW Dynamite. AEW All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. The show um, uh, kicks off too wild. The wild thing. John Moxley and Claudio <laughs> Castanoli of the Blackpool Combat Club taking on FTR, Cash Wheeler. Dax. Cash and Dax. Hardwood. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Big tag match here. <coughs> Uh, yeah, lots of brawling, uh, Claudio just goes on a tirade of stiff uppercuts, and, uh, Mox and Claudio with a double pile driver spiking Dax on his big bald head, uh, yeah, FTR, they do a powerbomb top rope clothesline combo, and, uh, one spot when Dax and Claudio, they both get sharpshooters applied, and then they're just slapping each other in the face, and. Uh, Dax with a big pile driver on Claudio. FTR go for the shatter machine on Mox. But then the bell rings. We have reached the 20-minute time limit, folks, so we have a draw. Yeah, I think we just did the spot last week, I think, actually. We just did the uh, time limit draw. But, you know, it happens. We get it. And it's it's so funny. You never see it coming. Um, Yeah, they do the the one-minute warning, but you still are like, ah. Yeah, ex- exactly. It, it always happens, and we always say like, "Ah, damn!" <laughs> it gets us. <laughs> I'm happy this time. It didn't. Yeah, it gets us every time. For once, it didn't. It didn't happen during a two count though. This time, like yes, in the, yeah, was, like in the middle before they could actually go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like one, two. Oh no, it's over. But uh, yeah, either way, great match. Uh, they keep fighting after security has to run out, pull them apart. So. Looks like they're not done with each other yet. No. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, then up next, we had Orange Cassidy taking on Mike Bennett. Coming off last week, uh, last week's Dynamite, we had Orange Cassidy versus Matt Taven in a Texas death match, which was an insane match. Uh, I didn't know Matt Taven had it in him. They just had a wild, bloody match last I, week. The, but, the man uh, went through a table completely, just like by himself head first. It was wild. Yeah, like a suicide dive through a table. Mm-hmm. Bunch of crazy shit. Uh, thumbtacks, chairs, we had it all. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, now Cassidy's looking to take up his partner, Bennett, this week. 
So not as crazy of a match. But uh, Roddy Strong was still out there. He causes a distraction. Bennett hits a low blow. Pile driver. Big near falls. Uh, but Cassidy fights back. <gasps> hits the orange punch. Um, but he can't make the pin. So Bennett hits a big gotch-style pile driver. But Cassidy kicks out of that. And then a bit later, he hits the beach break. So he gets the pinfall win. But the kingdom all jump him after the match. And then Jake Hager, of all people... Runs out to make the save and helps up Cassidy. So a bit of an interesting uh, alliance there. Yeah, huge pop also, too, uh, when he came out. Uh, I was, ah! <laughs> was the pop for him or for the hat? I don't think he was wearing the hat. Well, maybe he wasn't. And I think he just came out with his blonde, beautiful locks. <laughs> yeah, I guess we probably haven't seen him in a little while. It feels like it's been a long time. Been. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. See where this, see if that leads anywhere. Mm-hmm. If it's a babyface turn, maybe. Uh, Angelo Parker and Ruby Soho, they leave to go on a date, and then a car pulls up. Ric Flair gets out. He gets interviewed. Says he should have been more involved these last few weeks. So now he's going to explore other options. As we see him walk into the Young Bucks locker room. Yeah, what's his, uh, I what, guess he's mad at Sting for uh, not, include, not involving not him. Not including in him. Team. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, Sting should just like, Rick, you've already had like five retirement tours. Why are you trying to squelch on mine? Yeah, exactly. How many times have <laughs> so, I put you over, Rick? Yeah. But, uh, you know, it looks like Rick, though. Rick and the Bucks could be a little a unit. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Tony Schiavone's in the ring to interview Daniel Garcia. Um, I don't know if this is real or not, but did they say Adam Copeland is injured? I don't know when or where oh, that I d- no, I didn't hear that. No, I, uh, I, I must have missed that. Yeah, so they said Garcia will now be taking his place in the TNT title match against Christian at Revolution. Oh, okay. That's why. So I'm assuming it's... Uh, a real injury because why else would they yeah especially for a pay-per-view yeah so i mean that could also affect our canadian dynamite with the uh, gosh local boy adam oh uh, you know i mean lo- I local know. boy christian cage is still there <laughs> yeah i'm sure he'd probably even get cheered uh until he starts i'll che- insulting the maple Leafs i'll cheer him stuff. of course uh so anyways yeah so garcia's getting the shot Revolution, Christian and the Patriarchy come out to respond. He just insults Garcia and his dead father. I'm willing to be your daddy, though. And that's when Nick Wayne and Killswitch go to attack him. But Matt Bernard runs out with a chair, makes the save. So, yeah. It was nice. It was nice to see Daniel Garcia get a yeah. good promo time, also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't get to see that too often out of a guy like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, the baby face turn. It's what the fans want. Everyone loves the dance. We've been saying it the whole so time, you know. Even, ever since the you're a wrestler chant started, you know, yeah. you got to give the it to Chris Jericho, you know. Hate the guy, but he he put Daniel Garcia over. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see if he can add his first gold to his cabinet, mm-hmm. or at least AEW, I don't know. Uh, we go to some women's action. Tony Storm takes on Cindy Winnell. Winnell? I don't know. 
uh, hometown girl, wherever we were for this episode. Yeah. But, uh, you know, what's the deal? Tony makes quick work of her, hits the running hip attack, Storm Zero. Doesn't go for the cover, though. Instead, she steals Deanna Perrazzo's finisher, hits the uh, the Venus de Milo submission, makes her tap out. Uh, and then just like on Collision, we got two women's matches back to back. We do Deanna Perrazzo versus Madison Rain. Uh, Madison does okay, gets a couple moves in. Uh, this match was a little sloppy. And the worst part came when Deanna goes for like a flatliner. And I guess Madison thought it was a different move because she jumps to like roll over, but she just lands right on her head. Uh, just spikes herself. Looked bad. Some awkward moments here. Yeah, senior official Paul Turner checks on her right away, and we just kind of jump right to the finish. Perrazzo puts her in an ankle lock. Madison quickly taps out. Uh, and then Tony and Mariah May run out after, and Tony puts Perrazzo in the ankle lock, and then Tony just starts smearing her lipstick all over the face like like Heath Ledger's Joker. Oh, like the... Uh... You know, you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, nothing. Yeah, too bad. Too bad that the match uh, ended up a bit bizarre. But I do have to yeah, say, uh... you have to say the production level of when uh, Perazzo and Tony Storm were both standing on the uh, on the ring, they had the camera split in half, black and white on one side, color in the other. The uh, you, you want to talk production teams? Uh, these guys have, have crushed, absolutely crushed this whole production. Yeah. Tony Storm, she's getting some good treatment here. Yeah. Uh, but Wardlow comes out, the war dog, uh, coming out for an interview. He's pissed off, you know, talking about two years ago, he had thousands of people chanting his name, but the rocket attached to his back was put on upside down he should have been world champion by now but he never even got a shot talks about some of the men who held that title and you know he says i beat the best in the world and that man's body is still falling apart which i guess is a cm punk reference even though i don't remember wardlow ever beating punk yeah i mean neither unless uh it was mjf but then also like i don't know I don't know, because then afterwards he talks about MJF. He's like, I also beat the guy who says he's better than you. And anyways, he's coming for Joe. He wants that world title, but uh, I wouldn't. Uh, it was a fantastic promo. It was a fantastic <laughs> promo. It's a good promo. It was amazing. Good yeah. promo. But I don't think uh, I buy him as a world champion yet. No, not world champion. But yeah, it is right. He is that no. big, you know, he is that brick shithouse guy. You know, between him and the likes of Powerhouse Hobbs, Brian Cage, these are the guys who yeah. are big. And I mean, two years ago, he was one of the most over guys during the whole MJF breakup. And, uh, well, and he uh, mentioned that, that in his whole promo. He was like, I was the guy that you guys were chanting. Yeah. Warlow. But then that weekend, kind of the whole MJF walkout, fake walkout, we don't know, but it kind of took away a lot of the steam from Wardlow's biggest win. And mm-hmm. It was unfortunate the way it worked out, but yeah. But anyways, such is life, I guess. Let's yeah. So let's just go to the main event. We got Brian Cage, Swerve Strickland, Samoa Joe taking on Hangman Page, Rob Van Dam, and Hook. 
in a trios match. So uh, pretty standard trios action. They're all taking turns, hitting their spots. Crowd pops when Swerve and Hangman square off. And uh, RBD gets in there, hits some of his classic spots. The big springboard guillotine leg drop. The rolling thunder. Crowd's chanting for RBD. He hits a five-star frog splash, but the pin gets broken up. Uh, then Brian Cage hits a big power bomb on Hook. Swerve hits the house call, but then Hangman jumps in, hits a buckshot lariat. And then on the floor, Hangman power bombs Swerve through the announce table. And then back in the ring, Joe picks up Hangman for the muscle buster. Hangman slips out, but appears to tweak his ankle. And then he just tags in RVD, rolls to the floor, clutching at his ankle. Uh, so he's out of the match. Joe grabs RVD, puts him in the coquina clutch. Rob passes out, so Samoa Joe gets the win for his team. Uh, afterwards, Dave Meltzer said this was a legit ankle injury for Hangman. Yeah, but... and some, yeah, some footage. Was, I saw some footage over there where he you he's men, he's directing to the cameraman like look away don't look at me don't look at me uh in a yeah, effort of so, you know get off me so eek yeah hopefully i don't know maybe he's just a really good seller and we're all getting worked but i mean you know it's wrestling anyone can get injured at any moment so of course you know there's something I about that like, the way you come over the top there and the way that you land is similar to that buckshot lariat. The way that your your body flips over and you kind of have to land with... Your back is still kind of arched behind. It feels like flipping <clears throat> over and landing in that manner um, <laughs> is, de is devastating. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully... I mean, yeah, this obviously puts that triple threat at revolution in jeopardy oh, if it's of serious. I mean, even if it's not, they say an ankle sprain is sometimes worse than breaking the ankle for, in terms of recovery. And so, I mean, it's only a couple of weeks away. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see what's going on with the hangman. Ah, oh, gosh, I sure as heck hope so because and so I it was funny. I don't know if you noticed this. Uh, they were in the opposite corners. Babyface heel corners, or rather, like the team of like our heel were on the top left, uh, or rather, like, yeah, like RVD, Page, and Hook were on the top left, but Swerve and Co. were well, on that's... the bottom right. But I, I would think Swerve is one of the most over guys in the company, I mean... but and then even the way that they played out this match, they played it out like Adam Hangman, Hangman Adam Page was the babyface. Even though he's been shitty yeah, to though... swerve, it's it's there there are there are <laughs> so many great things going on here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's only two corners, so someone has to go in the babyface. Well, of course, yeah, of course. Fully that way, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. We'll have to find out next week if this hangman injury is serious or not. Hopefully, it was just a little tweak and we can get through. It. Yeah, I hope I hope but, it's not serious. Yeah, man. Yeah, gosh, but, uh, that's wrestling, baby. Yeah, that's wrestling, baby. It's so. pretty. It's pretty goddamn serious. That was the entirety of Dynamite. So, what about we run down um, the uh, the Elimination Chamber card here live at five a.m. Eastern time, 
um, <laughs> if you're living here and you're checking it out, uh, let's kick off with the women. Let's kick off with the uh, the women's chamber match. That's that that is going yeah. to be Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, Naomi, and Raquel Rodriguez taking each other on. The winner gets the championship opportunity for that women's world championship, the one that Rhea Ripley holds. Uh, Mike, and you've been saying yeah. it for probably six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve months now. <laughs> Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley have not even spoken to each other in in preparation of this moment, and I can't imagine that you you'll you see it as any different. I mean, yeah, that's that's the biggest your two biggest stars currently in the women's division. Uh, you know, I love Bianca, I love Tiffany, but if you want to book the biggest match possible, then yeah, Becky Lynch is the choice. Um, but yeah, you know, these are all great wrestlers. I would love to see that prettiest moonsault off the chamber. I'm sure Bianca will do some crazy shit. Naomi, they can all do some fun stuff. Liv Morgan, she's fearless. She'll do some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it should be a great match, even if we expect the winner going in. But uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's still an all-star fucking packed uh, match, regardless. And for Tiffany, your first pay-per-view match, you're going to be in front of like, what, 40,000, 50,000? Well, and let's look at this holds. too. For Naomi's, you know, I mean, I guess she was in the Rumble, but, you know, for her first, ma- for her first pay-per-view back... Similar situation for Raquel Rodriguez, who's yeah. been off for uh, a few months at a time. Like, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot to this moment. Yeah, going to be a big match, big moment. Crowd's going to be super hot, so can't wait. I mean, I think the majority of these women have held world championships before. Uh, it's You can't just, you know, uh, deny. Yeah. Uh, next up, yeah, let's uh, let's give you how about uh, how about some tag team action? Sunday's Undisputed Tag Team Championship on the line. Judgment Day defending um, against the team of Peter Dune and Tyler Bate. Are we calling them? Uh, what are, do they have a name? Apparently, it's telling me the New Catch Republic. Oh, okay. That's, I don't know when that came up. It's bad, but it I, really... but we formerly known as Mustache yeah. Mountain. If we can recall. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think they could do better. Uh, see, and we're in this but, thing where if I, I'm almost I almost don't think we're ever going to split these belts up anymore. Does that make I mean, sense? at least fucking give us a new design so you don't have to carry around two of them. Yeah, I feel bad for Damian Priest who has to carry around three fucking pieces of merch every time he walks down to the ring. And we've. We've remade every other belt. We did the women's belts. We did the world belt. We did Roman's belts. Like it's just, it's <laughs> just kind of like, yo, if you, if you're the tag champs or in the scene, you were you play double duty, and that's how that goes. And then you're like, okay, yeah. I guess I have to. Uh, yes, because um, I think uh, the, the international flavor, of course, you know, anytime anytime somebody's not American, uh, that country will latch on to them. So I think even uh, Pete Dunne. And uh, Tyler Bate, even though they're both Brits, I think the UK crowd will still, you know, give the give them the old rah rah. Yeah, I think they'll give them. Yeah, I think they'll they'll show them some love. Exactly. Uh, but I think the Judgment Day retain, mm-hmm. and we're leading up to the Miz and Truth 
facing them at WrestleMania, where Truth could maybe finally get his revenge. Wow, a WrestleMania moment in that too. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Why not? Next up here on the card is the men's elimination chamber match. <laughs> Winner receives uh, the opportunity for that World Heavyweight Championship. Seth Rollins is belt. Uh, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, LA Knight, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul. Um, are all of our qualifiants are there? Um, <laughs> Sami Zayn is not. I think we all would have wanted to see Sami Zayn in that too. Bit of yeah. a bummer. But uh, at least, mm-hmm. at least in the chamber, if not winning the damn thing. But you know, there's always, you know, it's wrestling. He can always backdoor his way into some kind of triple threat. At of course, but we see, we see the, we see the, the lineup there, and Drew McIntyre with a bullet has to be the guy who just just had the most momentum out of all I of these so. people. Um, also, yeah, he's been on a tear these mm-hmm. last few months. Just on the mic in the ring, he's always. I mean, he's, yeah, he's awesome. And with uh, with both Logan Paul and NLA Knight in this matchup here, also setting up what we had said for months now, the WrestleMania event, LA Knight Logan yeah, Paul. They can certainly if Logan Paul can one of somehow them eliminates the other exactly, or Logan somehow screws LA Knight out of you know an uh, an, an opportunity. To win, you know, something like yeah. that. Like maybe Knight eliminates him and then Logan comes back in with a chair or does something. Or something like that, exactly. Way. You know, so a, a yeah. lot can be set. Uh, which leads us to uh, our main event. Um, for the very first time on Australian soil, two Australian-born women <laughs> challenging for that Women's World Championship, Rhea Ripley defending against Nia Jax. I think it can happen. Why the fuck not? Why, like, why the hell not? You know? Um, yeah, I don't there, know that's saying Mike, there be. were times where uh, the Ultimate Warrior would main event in your house, and it was an eight-and-a-half-minute <laughs> match, and he just owned the whole if fucking that. thing. If that. Exactly. No crazier things have happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, and, I've, I've said it. I've given Nia Jax props. Her second run here has been much better than her first. Mm-hmm. You know, she's... She's sticking to her style. She's not trying to do anything too crazy. She doesn't hurt anyone. That annihilator is a pretty good looking finisher. So, yeah, uh, and I think I I think obviously. also she it, it almost feels like she's wrestling to her style maybe more. Maybe she was being asked to do things that wasn't possible. Hell, maybe she's improved on herself. I don't actually know, but either way, um, Rhea Ripley's. Yeah coming home but she deserves the the heroes the heroes return she deserves i hope i, I hope she gets it yeah. I, know, I, I know she will she, i just uh i'm excited to see it yeah she's a heel technically but on this night she's gonna be this is gonna be like hulkamania this is gonna be Sami Zayn, montreal it's uh, yeah it's, it's punk in chicago it's um yeah. you know it's Rhea in australia <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be a hot, hot match. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, not a chance in hell Nia Jax wins. So uh, we're all just – and then maybe at the end, Becky comes out. We get the big stare down. Mm-hmm. Crowd chants, holy shit. Something like that. Yeah. And, and the crowd goes show. home happy. Yeah, because, unfortunately, there is only two uh, Australian-born performers here. We have a couple of U.K. performers on either side, but uh, – 
Either way, I think the crowd's going to go home. Yeah, happy. it's, um, I mean, like we said earlier, though, kind of, you know, Bronson Reed, Indy Hartwell, you might have been able to squeak them into the chambers for that Australian. I don't know why we couldn't have squeaked the- Roman, though. I just don't, or, or Cody in some kind of way. You know, like it does. Well, they it, did that, announce the uh, our other Aussie, Grayson Waller, is going to do the Waller effect, and Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins will be the guests. Yeah, so at least get. Oh, okay, okay. But the crowd will get to do the whoa. They'll get to sing the Kingdom song or whatever. Yeah, we get we get forty thousand uh, whoa woes. My pipe dream. We get the return of Iconics. The greatest wrestling, the greatest Australian tag team of all time. Oh, you think so? Wow, that would be huge. That would be a welcome. I don't know if I think so. I just hope so. That would be a welcome surprise. I got yeah. it. Uh, fucking Peyton Royce, yeah. Billy Kay. <laughs> they were the best. <laughs> were, the they Iconics were, were everything yeah. that was fun about wrestling. Like, remember before? Pure, remember yeah. before CM Punk came back? Remember life back then when things were <laughs> the before times. F- the fun. <laughs> I remember 2018, 2019 when things were fun. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> yeah that'd be my... man. I didn't even think about that. It would, it would be it would be so cool. Even just stuff. to show up, you know, just for a quick promo. It would be so like cool. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Like a welcome to elimination chamber thing or something you know and just you know like a, a big yeah. pop on the jumbo like before the women's chamber comes out exactly man like, you gotta uh, be joking me joking yeah, anyway. <laughs> i'm not in the chamber yeah, yeah that, that would be so fun <laughs> yeah exactly oh gosh something well you like put that. it in my mind uh let's manifest here's that. hoping yeah let's manifest that and hope that hope that we actually <laughs> get it because that would be a great time uh that is the entirety of the chamber and i think there's time for one more thing and that is of course to give you a wrestler of the week it's the wrestler of the week of the week wrestler of the week of the week of the week, the wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week, the wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week, the wrestler of the week. Mike, I am going to throw you mine. Um, uh, the Hitman, Bret Hart, just finished the book, so I got to. Uh, <laughs> took me a little bit longer than I thought because I had um. When I get a drive, if 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 well, it uh, is like a thousand pages. No, I'm 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 I'm, I'm usually a fast reader, but it was, I it, it took me the the three weeks to read, and then I I read the e-reader, so it was unavailable at the library. So then I had to start reading another book, and then it became available again, and then I had so I kind of had like a a little bit of a hiatus there. Uh, loved every second of it. Hmm. Cried only once. Uh, towards the end, uh, beautiful book, Bret Hart. Uh, I, I, I wish I could have, I wish I could have been, I wish I could have been there while it was happening. You know, but been the <laughs> adult, been the adult I am now throughout the man's prime. Um, Bret Hart, well, you're the rest. At of the least uh, when WWE comes to Netflix, you can go and watch all those classic matches he talks about. Exactly, I, mean, I can. You yeah, you know, I, I've 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 had so much fun finding at least the free ones on YouTube that they have, uh, and they have the the yeah. big hits. They have the the Brett Bulldog. They have the Brett Owen. They have the Brett. Um, 
Stone Cold. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and of course, I've seen the Screw Job. You know, I've I've seen the classics, but <laughs> to go back and just watch uh, maybe yeah. some like like a late '80s heel Brett. I'd love to fucking yeah go back and watch the heart Fo- heel heart foundation <laughs> shit. You know uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Loved the book. I'd recommend it to uh, to any wrestling fan. Uh, Bret Hart, you're the wrestler <coughs> of the week. Yeah, now you got to watch the uh, the wrestling with shadows. Wrestling with shadows. Yes, yes, that's next. Yeah, one of the. I mean, yeah, the life of Bret Hart. It covers the screw job. The captures. Vince McMahon stumbling out after getting punched in the face. Yeah, that's the part I want to see after him getting fucking knocked out. It's like, yeah, let's (laughs) fucking go. You see him walk out and he's kind of like woozy and like holding his head like, oh. And then the next night on Raw, he's got a black eye. So it's great. Awesome. It was great. Uh, My rest of the week, I'll give it to Gunther just for breaking another record. Longest Intercontinental Champion total of all time. Greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. Another great match. Like, without a doubt. It's like, without a doubt, he is the greatest Intercontinental Champion ever. Like, just just fucking threw the Miz and Chris Jericho out like they were fucking nothing. (laughs) And quality of matches. Like, the Honky Tonk Man, he never had a fucking... Never, had never a five even star had a match. four star match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only thing, the only thing I remember about his whole reign was losing the Ultimate Warrior in like thirty seconds. So, do you know? Uh, do you Anyways. remember who? Do you remember? Um, considering it's an historic reign, you know, there's probably some certain facts that you need to remember uh, about it. Do you remember who Gunther beat to uh, to win for the title for the for the title? Yeah. Uh was it Ricochet? It was Ricochet. Yep. Uh, stick that in your pipe and smoke okay. it. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to remember that. Yeah. When it um. I did. Okay. There you go. Yeah, there you go. For all of <laughs> I for, did. I mean, I it, just did. It's for the kids. It's for the kids at home. It's for the kids at home. We're gonna have to. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, no. I just uh, for some reason I just remembered that, even though I remember nothing else about Ricochet ever being Intercontinental Champion, other than losing to Gunther. Wow. <laughs> well, that's why. That's what makes him famous. He lost to Gunther. Uh, congratulations <laughs> to both Gunther and Bret Hart That is uh, winning wrestler of the week And that is all the time we have Thank you for listening folks uh, Watch Elimination Chamber this Saturday It's 5am yeah. We'll be sure to turn in next Get week <laughs> We'll talk about the Chamber And of course we're leading into Revolution uh, which is um, yeah. which is next Saturday also prayers up next to Sunday. Yeah. Sunday? Sunday 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 really yeah Fuck. I don't know why they flip flop AEW I know there there must be something on side make up your mind TK UFC Fig- or something figure your shit out yeah that could be it figure your shit out thank you for listening of course you can rate Anyways. like subscribe shows everywhere we will be back next week with the Chamber and Revolution coverage Mike the wrestling world never stops take care of yourself. See you next time.